Tonight on the podcast, I gathered some familiar faces together to have an intervention with Lance and his Mandela effect when it comes to brick oven pizzas. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, a show that's full of two fat liars. As we say, we're going to be more frequent with our episodes, and then we just decided <laughs> to do one for a month. No big deal. Life happens, but... Which, uh, that's it's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, I'm Matt. Lance. Hopefully not, but we'll see. <laughs> I am Lance. I'm Max. And I'm Jay. Hey, two hey are here. This is back. Hello. What up? More shenanigans. And listen, all right, I'm sitting low because I have large ass computer screens and I decided to get a new office chair because those gaming chairs over time just aren't comfortable anymore. Dude, you've been and... sitting low for six years, dude. No, yeah, no, I, I'm I wasn't way lower now, dude. Are you? I, way lower, I honestly yeah. don't think you were sitting any lower. Way so, so when he said, I'm sitting low because I have big giant, I thought he was going to make a testicle joke. Did anybody <laughs> else make? I thought he was going to make some kind of a joke. I've got beach ball nards. That's right. <laughs> got the biggest pair you've ever yeah. seen, Dingleberry. That's the dragon over there. Yeah. Puff the magic dragon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but what's up? How's everyone been? We got a lot to cover in a short a lot, amount of time tonight. A lot has happened, hasn't it? So I'm going to. I'm going to open the floor to whoever wants to kick us off. What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to start with? What's on your minds? Well, I think Max was pretty excited about uh, some gaming awards that happened today. Yeah, man. Last night, I can I can talk about some of the stuff that I was excited about. Um, as I think everybody that has listened to this show from when I was on it knows, I'm a, I'm a gamer. I love gaming. And I, but I got to say, 2022 was a crappy year for games, like at least for me. I didn't play anything until September. And then 2023, I have like, I don't think I've gone more than a week, if that, without playing games. I've just, this has been the best year in gaming since 2018. One of the best years of gaming ever. So the Game Awards to me was really exciting this year to like learn about or not learn about, but to see who's going to win the different awards. And I'm not going to go through a whole listing. I don't have notes of every every victory. But let's just say Baldur's Gate, Baldur's 3, Gate 3 swept everything. It took the crown on everything. And I, I got to say, well-deserved. And then Alan Wake 2 was like probably second place with getting the most awards. And it was pretty well-deserved. I played Alan Wake 2. I'm not into horror games. I don't like that genre. But Is that a horror game? Yeah, Alan Wake 2 is a horror game. It's really good, though, and it's got a really cool story. Probably the prettiest visuals of a game that came out this year. Um, just just stellar. But, yeah, the Game Awards were awesome. We saw a reveal for Hellblade 2. So we got Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 coming out next year. The trailer looks sick. That game looks amazing. Like, I can't wait to play that when it comes out. The only thing I was bummed was that they didn't give an actual release date. They just said 2024, which we already knew. But, oh, well. I get it. They don't want to put a date until they're ready to release it. We're closer to ready. I I was just hoping it was going to be first half of the year. And now because they didn't give a date, I'm like, eh, that's probably going to be end of 2024. Um, but yeah, th- those were, those were my biggest highlights. Just congrats to Baldur's Gate three. Um, congrats to FF 16 for winning the best musical score. Cause that, that game right there was my one snub. I was bummed. It didn't get on the game of the year list, 
because honestly, I think it might be my personal game of the year. I loved FF16 a lot. And I feel like I'm like word vomiting because honestly, there have been many points throughout the year that I'm like, I need somewhere to talk about how much I love these games, but I haven't been on the podcast and now I'm just letting it all out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I What I was surprised was the amount of nominations that Spider-Man 2 got and it didn't win anything. It won nothing, yeah. Which I think... That was my game of the year. That was my game of the year. Tears of the Kingdom. That was those are my two. It was probably what? in my top three. Yeah, Baldur's Gate was probably number two for me, and then, and then uh, that one. I wonder if it had anything to do with the amount of um, glitches they had or bugs that they had in the beginning. I don't think so. I just here's what I'll say about Spider Man Two. It was an incredible game, but it it. And I'm not saying that it should have been a DLC, but in many ways it could have been a DLC. And I think that's why the gaming media, who's the one that votes on this, was never going to vote for it to be the game of the year over a game like Baldur's Gate 3 or Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate were the the two, the only two that I think, well, Alan Wake, those had a chance. I don't think the others on that list even had a chance. You Baldur's Gate 3 Spider-Man. revolutionalized. Yeah, RPG. I'm interested to see why you think Spider-Man 2 should have been a DLC. Okay, what DLC? Downloadable content. I don't think Spider-Man 2 should have been DLC. I've heard the sentiment from some people, and I've argued with them online. I think it makes perfect that sense as a brand most- new game. That's the most moronic thing I've ever... That game is long. Miles Morales... It's super long. It's super long. Miles Morales makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The, here, here's 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 the reasoning people give. And again, I don't think it should. I think it was perfect as a full release, especially because a full release means it takes full advantage of the PS5, all that. But the reason people give is that you're using the exact same city. They added two new areas. That's common when you do a DLC. You add new areas. It's New and York. Like how, how can you I, 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 again, city? <laughs> again, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, here, but here's what. That's why people just, say it. Can I address uh, what you just said? Can I address what you just said? Sure. Because fans of the movies got all pissed that Spider-Man was in Europe for the movie because they took him out of New York. Now people are pissed at the video game because they kept them in New. Make up your no, fucking minds. It's it's stupid people. It's a dumb opinion. It's people that Spider-Man don't understand 2 the character. Makes, it makes perfect sense as a brand new game. The fighting is similar, but it's different enough. You got new areas. You got new graphics. You got the flying abilities. It's a brand new story that's like 30 hours long. It's not a DLC. And it so people just Lance's opinions do not reflect the opinions of the Absolute Geek podcast. I have your Their opinions have on your, your same opinion. opinions are not the opinion <laughs> of the... <laughs> Head of this channel. About? What are you talking about? What opinion did I have? No, I'm just giving <laughs> you shit for calling people stupid. That's all. Oh, well, okay. that, well. How many people were upset with Far From Home that he went to Europe? I don't know. That's all I remember what? from when that movie came out. That was the biggest gripe I heard was he went to Europe. That game was a masterpiece, and there's a lot of less complete games that are getting released today that are way buggier, like. Look at Cyberpunk 2027 and how long it took for that to become a complete game. And there's yeah. way buggier games than yeah, anything I, I hit in in Spider-Man. And I absolutely love that game. That would have been an amazing story if it was a movie. That game is phenomenal and it deserved I, to win more awards. I've, game I've awards. played it twice through. I loved it. Like Game Awards is a joke so at this point. I like the Game Awards. I, I don't think it got snubbed in anything personally. The only good part about the but, Game Awards is... 
is the the new like looks ahead of what's being released since we don't have E3 anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's the only good part about the game awards. The awards themselves are meaningless, but like we got a new announcement for a Blade video game. Yeah, I'm sad we didn't see anything about uh, about the Wolverine game that's coming out. Yeah, we, we got didn't DLC really show for anything. Yeah, we got D- well, we got DLC for uh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, Shadow Drops. Yeah, it's just free. You can play yep. it. That's cool. FF16 so, DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I and take it Dragon back. Ball so many, video game. Yeah. So there was there's some good like game releases videos, but and trailers, but that's the nothing's going to compare to the hype of uh, Grand Theft Auto Six. Oh man, I'm I've never played I've never played a GTA game, but I want to play GTA Six. It looks cool. It looks fantastic. Yeah. But hmm. well, I'm glad and, that uh, you're geeking out on the game awards there max and yeah man i i haven't uh, actually played Baldur gates three Baldur's gate three yet just because games like that don't interest me but they usually don't interest me either but i loved it what is but is it turn-based game or like what is it turn-based yeah and it's like you can change the camera but it's like kind of over the top camera vibes the way i think they're called crpgs um I'm trying to think of other games like it. It's not a genre. Like, hey, like, like. Um, uh, Diablo? Not Diablo, not like Diablo, because that's like more hack and slash. I think like Pillars of Eternity. Well, I'm talking like example. camera, o- overhead camera. Yeah, it's kind of an overhead can... camera like Diablo, but it's the combat's turn based. It's really strategic and it can be fun, but like, it's not uh, why World I like Warcraft the game. or. Um, not really. I... Or uh, Dragon Age. No, not like those. No. no, those are more interactive. I'm surprised that you say you don't like those kind of games because I thought that, like, isn't that what Final Fantasy is? The original Final Fantasies are turn-based game. This is a different kind of turn-based. I don't know how to describe it. And I'll also say this. The older I've gotten and the more into gaming I've gotten, the less I like turn-based. And that's not true for a lot of gamers. A lot of gamers still love turn-based, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think it's more fun to have Spider-Man like combat or, you know, a shooter or any, a lot of others, you know, I, I prefer a more action style combat system, but Baldur's Gate three, the combat's my least favorite part. (laughs) If I, if I ever play that game again, I'm going to download a mod that turns on God mode so that I don't have to do the combat because I don't enjoy it enough. Like I put it on easy mode and still was getting my butt kicked pretty regularly because I'm just not good at it and I don't like it. But I still call it my second favorite game of the year because holy crap, the RPG elements of it are so good. The characters, the decisions you get to make, the story is really good. The whole world you can like interact with. Like if you want to get into a fight with a, a if you you can just like move a barrel next to a, uh, an enemy, shoot at the barrel, blow it up, and now the enemy's dead. Like there is so much interactivity with this world you can kill pretty much any character in the game and now if they had a quest for you you're out of luck too bad like there's a character i just missed there's a character that like is a big companion that you can have that i just i walked past her at the beginning of the game and then i got to a part of the game where i was like oh i should go back and get her and it was like no she died because you didn't rescue her so it's just like, and I'm okay with that. Like those kinds of like games are so immersive and they, 
they really get you thinking about your your decisions and then they make replaying them enjoyable because you can see new things that you didn't before like i might do That's a new run savage. and be a bad guy where i always do good guy runs when i do games like that like i like to be a good guy first but then on the second playthrough like with mass effect i'll punch the reporter heck yeah all you know, all the all the different things you can do to be a bad guy. I like. I well, like. Yeah, ready for Grand Theft Auto because that's the whole point. <laughs> that punch one that hooker. Punch that hooker. Yeah. Punch, 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 punch that hooker. Yeah. If you don't beat up the hooker after you after you give her your money, then you're playing it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really Service need to play my GTA ween, and then I'm going to take my money back. <laughs> In Grand Theft Auto only. That's. I don't. Oh, of that. course. <laughs> Let's switch gears a little bit. And since we haven't been here for a while, let's talk about a big movie release that came out while we have been away. And let's talk about the Marvels. I know Jay's been chomping at the bit to talk about the Marvels. I this have. Actually one of the most requested topics <laughs> I've had from people is <laughs> one is where's the new episode? Two is I want to hear your opinions on the Marvels. People wow. really want to hear our with, opinions on the Marvels. I'm going to start huh? with Jay and let him go. On, on what you thought about the Marvels. Because I know you well, had a pretty interesting t- take on, on the Marvels. I, you know, so, you know, everybody bitches about, well, s- certain aspects that Marvel movies, I'm not going to say what it is, but certain aspects that, that Marvel movies have had lately that certain things seem shoehorned or you know woke. take Just precedent woke. Woke. yeah the yeah, marvel, yeah. Okay, the okay. marvel woke agenda but i don't feel like really this was that i no. I, I feel like it not had anyway like the first problem. one was yeah i think it had bigger problems i think it had a lot of continuity problems i think it had a lot of plot holes and and normally that kind of shit doesn't it doesn't bother me like i if if i'm invested in the movie and i'm liking the characters i overlook all that crap because that's the stuff that's important to me, you know, but this, I'm just sitting there shaking my head and I'm like, wow, you know, and then stuff's trying to wrap up and th- you know, uh, there's just a lot of details. I'm like, why couldn't they have just done this in the beginning? You know, why couldn't she have just gone and powered that damn sun in the very beginning? You know, how did, wh- how did, uh, uh, what's her face? I don't even remember any of the sting characters. Uh, was it photon it's like how did she know how to do all that stuff how did she know to repair those holes that she had to go on the other side you know and and just a lot of these like stupid things you know were happening i'm like this this seems like it's being made by people that don't get hero stories you know that people that don't get this kind of stuff it's like I'm, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm like, does anybody know? Did anybody bother reading any source material or any comics or how people's powers work? Or you know, you know, you put these characters in these situations. You know, like Captain, the, the dumbest one, dude. The dumbest one was when they were flying in that ship and those heat-seeking missiles were after him. And I'm like. Couldn't fucking Captain Marvel just fly out the ship and blast those damn things? That, you know, it's stuff it's like time. that. Stuff yeah. like that. I, I think I'm like, why couldn't this is just happen? Why could he? Why? I don't get it. You know, and, and it was just, it was, that movie was so riddled with this stuff like that, that it, it bugged me and it, it got my way of, of enjoying it. 
I know Max has been embroidered, uh, well, embattled in a lawsuit with PETA over his take on Goose the Cat. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what you thought about <laughs> Captain Marvel, there, Max? <laughs> I like. I mean, I liked it overall. I, I agree pretty much with everything Jay said, though. Um, I, 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 they they made a big mistake when the first movie came out, and they made her exceptionally overpowered, just like. Right so powerful that nothing can stand up to her so now and then endgame obviously shows that same thing when she comes in they turn all the ships at her she just flies through them right which is a cool moment but then we get into this movie and she starts flying the ship and she's like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get us out of this okay go blow everything up (laughs) yeah like just go blow it up but but i i enjoyed it like i thought the villain was forgettable as all get out i can't remember oh, yeah. the name of the villain thought she was awful like like phase one kind of villain status here just not interesting but i thought um um amala khan was really cute and fun she was funny uh, i still don't like how they changed her powers i i prefer the the powers from the comics but whatever stretchy stretchy powers. yeah i like the stretchy powers and she can you know get tall she can all that like I, I prefer that compared to the you know, light based powers you know why but... you know why they did that mr fantastic that yeah they they came out specifically and said it's because of mr fantastic they don't yeah. want people to get confused i think what? people are smart enough to tell yeah, the difference yeah. between a teenage girl and mr. Fantastic. Would, would, no 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 <laughs> i don't think that's what it is i think i think what it is is that you for a general audience member, they may think that there's some sort of relation between the not relationship, but some sort of <laughs> connection Maybe. between the two. Does that make sense? Maybe at least I, that's the way I I read the, yeah. the quote. I know smart, I think folk, smart folk like us will get it, but the regular <laughs> run of the mill dum dums, not so much. I don't I don't oh. think it's smart folk. I think it's just fact that we are have previous experience with the characters maybe i i i anyway anyway that's that's a different issue about this movie in particular i thought brie larson was much more enjoyable this time around i thought that captain marvel marvel herself was a more more uh likable character than ever let me ask you something max do you think nick fury was more enjoyable this time around not really and i didn't like how they there was no connection to secret wars at all or secret invasion like that didn't happen kind of is what it felt like um so it, it, it was funny i liked the musical thing i know i think lance said he thought that was stupid i thought the cat joke I at one was point cringe. was i thought the cat joke was cringe as all get out near the end but i had fun you know i was with a friend he didn't like it at all and he, he was looking over at me when i was laughing at parts being like you think this is funny i'm like yeah dude i'm having a good time I'd probably, I don't remember what score I gave it. I probably gave it a seven online upon reflection. I'm maybe more at a six, but it was fine. I'd watch you know, it again. You know what's sad? And I didn't even I didn't even think about this. I went to see it with my daughter and it was opening night. We yeah. saw it opening night and um, there were, she looked around the theater and she goes, gosh, I remember when we went and saw Endgame and the theater was full on opening night. Dude, there were, including my daughter and I, there were probably about, eight people in the whole theater oh wow well i think there's a reason for that i think endgame did a really good job of convincing you that it was an event <laughs> the marvels 
what in it makes you think that it's an event? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Endgame had mm-hmm. this essence to it that was, you can't miss this because this is going to change everything. And the Marvels, I don't even think the Marvels knew how to make itself relevant. It didn't feel relevant to me. It's a good it was, point. You know, so. Yeah. Well, I, speaking of that, since you couldn't wait to interject yourself and let Max, you know, finish talking before you had to get in we've there. We've been and, friends for 15 And break years. your woke agenda, Lance. Go ahead and tell us <laughs> what you thought of the show on the movie, Lance. I was done with my thoughts anyway. But yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank you for defending my honor. We've been friends for 15 years. If I just let him go and don't interrupt him, it'll just go. <laughs> you want a shorter shorter episodes he was making a great point and then lance just had to interject himself because lance is like no i've got to be the star of this show spotlight, spotlight on spotlight me. To me so let's give lance the spotlight treatment he wants and let's hear what lance has oh. to say about the show i love it nice and large like real life yeah. <laughs> can you bring your faces back on i need to see expressions you got five minutes lance <laughs> you need validation you, you think you need our validation right matt stop it <laughs> all right i'm leaving <laughs> okay no if, i think, if i would have known it was that easy to get you to leave i would have done that a long time ago <laughs> uh i think both of you everything that you guys said is i mean i i can't disagree with you in the least um it to me it was just boring i mean yeah. it was just i walked into that theater i was like oh great a new marvel movie like let's see if if bob Iger's involvement has improved this machine at all because i think a lot of uh what the the uh growing pains that we've experienced i think a lot of it had to do with bob chapik um because it seems to have coincided with when he got I there i agree i totally agree um Bob Iger has said things uh, previously before he started admitting like, Hey, we start focusing on policy over storytelling. You know what I mean? But he said things before that made you think like, Oh, maybe he does like the way it's going. Um, But it really, it felt like it to me, it was the most forgettable movie of the entire MCU, even more so than Eternals. And I hated Eternals, but at least Eternals had, it felt like it was applying itself to the, to the, 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 the thread that is the MCU. You know what I mean? Like they were, it seemed like. That's a, that's a bold statement. I think you need to rewatch. Oh, I, I three and Thor, Thor. uh, I would watch Iron Man two as much as I don't like Iron Man two. I would watch Iron Man two over the marbles. And let me, for this reason, Mm -hmm. Justin Hammer, (laughs) <laughs> he's on <awesome. laughs> yeah sam, sam rockwell. rockwell i mean uh, like there's things in that movie that i'm like oh i liked that oh yeah. i liked that it's not yeah. a good movie i liked mickey rourke as whiplash i liked justin hammer sam rockwell's fucking awesome iron man 3 there was things in it that i liked you know i liked him struggling with with um with his identity and and kind of the turmoil or the depression aspect of tony stark right i liked um Big butt, and I can't. Uh, I don't like the reveal, like what they did with Mandarin at the end, but I liked everything up until that point before yeah. you figured out, before you figured out that he wasn't actually Mandarin. Like that kind of that that is that movie, right? That's yeah. Iron Man three. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
before they actually tell you, oh, by the way, this is actually Trevor Slattery or whatever. This is not man. That was all stupid. But I liked Ben Kingsley up until that. Like there's yeah. redeeming qualities of those two movies. Even Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, you look at it and yes, they ruined um, Christian Bale's uh, character. Um, God Butcher. Yes, they they ruined what he was in the comics. But he still did a good job for what was given to him. There's a lot of things in that movie that that aren't good, but there was still. I thought that whole black and white sequence was awesome. You know, the when they're on the that Earth where all the color is escaped. But what in the Marvels was in ten years? When I think back at these movies, like what in it is is really um, memorable? Kittens. Kittens running amok in space. Uh, I look at the I look at the Marvels as it was a fun time. I, I it was okay, I, but it's not it's not one of those like essential MCU movies. I don't think like none of them are essential. That's see that's the thing. You know, in the the first few phases, you kind of felt um like a, a feeling like all these movies were just kind of building up, like they're yeah. gaining momentum, gaining momentum. Now. It's all they're just kind of like just floundering in the atmosphere, you know. Mm-hmm. Shang Chi, what, what are they even going to make any more of those? No, who cares? Eternals, did that really have any point? No, other than they have that dead celestial that it, you know, never the ocean that nobody, yeah, nobody talks about anymore. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. you know, all of those. I just, yeah, it, none of them really seem to be. I feel like be building over anything. I think Shang Chi was great, but I feel like Ant Man tried it tried yeah i feel like I, I feel like ant-man like ant-man out of all these bad ones that we're talking about of late right i would say ant-man's probably i'm talking thor and the marvels and all these really bad ones that we've gotten this year ant-man's probably rising to the top of that whole list wouldn't you say uh, dude, that's guardians like is my favorite turn, this one year. oh i forgot about oh guardians. yeah guardians is for sure yeah. the guardians, is, guardians I, I, I would good. say of what phase are we in is it five no we're yeah. in. i don't even know anymore yes. whatever yeah. i think it's five of four, this phase um, yes because four ended with um wakanda forever and ant-man was the first movie of phase five Okay. Well then any sorry, then I'll just say post endgame stuff. Post endgame in this multiverse saga, I would say I can only think of three movies that have really been like trying to move the multiverse story forward. Spider-Man, No Way Home, obviously, Doctor Strange, Quantumania. I think Shang-Chi was good. It didn't move the multiverse at all. It wasn't yeah. I don't think it is intended was to. Pre, Shang-Chi was pre-multiverse. Yeah, and that's like I'm saying, it wasn't trying to, and that's fine. I enjoyed that movie, but I I would agree that the other movies haven't really been building that momentum. Jay, well, Black like... Panther is unique because Black Panther couldn't be as as much of a part of the thread of the MCU as it was. We need a movie to explain the absence of Chadwick Boseman. That was the purpose of that movie, right? to to kind of set up what the future of Black Panther is because they had all these ideas for Black Panther and then with Chadwick Boseman's uh passing they had to make a movie to to move the needle of the Black Panther story. So I understand why that and it would have been too distracting to add all this MCU stuff. They wanted to make it kind of an homage to 
what Chad Chadwick Boseman meant to the yeah. franchise, right? That's the purpose of that movie. And I think it did that decently. I think they kind of messed with Namor a little too much. Um, but it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, I don't, Matt didn't I like, like it, okay. I don't think, right? Mm-mm. It was it because of the Namor thing? Uh, it was because of the entire movie. It's Namor. Thanks for being specific, Matt. <laughs> well, we're talking I mean, about the Marvels, what, right? <laughs> what more specific do I need to be? It, it was because of Namor. It was because of the changes they made to Namor. His stupid reason for being called Namor. You know, for the un- Shuri being un- unbelievable and not in a good way. Black Panther. Like, I agree it, with that. That's kind of my same issue with Brie Larson and the Marvels. Like, these... These heroes, when you when you think of hero or a combo character, you you have a specific picture in mind, and and like they're too. Brie Larson is super fit and super toned, but like when you look at her body, you're like you're expecting me to see power in that, like her her thin arms, and same with the actress who plays Shiri. Like I'm not body shamer at all, but just her physique. It's hard to believe that this is going to be a, a superhero. I get like, exactly punch, what you mean. One punch, with, with, she's going to break her arm. With yeah, Shuri, their stature doesn't command right. like a, yes. a presence. Re, well, that's, Larson that's doesn't why, bother me, but sure he does. I agree with you. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're different. I mean, I think, I think Brie Larson, as far as physique is concerned, fits the Captain Marvel mold a little bit better than Shuri does as Black Panther. I wanted Mbaku. That that to me seemed like the logical decision to to yeah. move forward with Black Panther. Um, I could have been. It's. Um, I could have been good with his uh, his girlfriend. Like, oh yeah, if you wanted uh, to go with like a Lupita, girl version, like she she has a good physique for that, and I think she's a great actor. Oh, and and well, she's an Oscar winner on on one thing, but yeah, she, she's so she is a good actress. She is bulkier um it is it's more just, believable and maybe it's because we're dudes and like you know we see we see this little girl and shuri basically it's just not believable i don't know but like well, that one's tough for me i can't believe shuri is like a strong well, because like fighter. you look at you mm-hmm. it, i think it's the way that these movies have been represented to us all along like you go back to the first spider-man Sam raimi movie Peter Parker's weak, and and even Captain, even the Captain America movie, and the minute he gets bit by the spider, he's he's more filled out, he's more toned, you know, he's yeah. he's got a fuller body. It and like you have all these dudes that bulk up for these roles, like it, it's almost like, well, okay, maybe sh- you know they should have bulked that role up a little bit, it, or even like when she's got the costume on, just made it look like, you know. When she drinks oh, that kind of like what they did with Zachary Levi, a Shazam. yeah. When she drinks that herb, it it she gets you know toned out a little bit more. It doesn't look yeah. like she's gonna throw a punch and break her arm. They well, they and, even gave Natalie Portman her CG muscles and yeah, living under and hers look dumb. <laughs> so kind of rubbery. <laughs> not but I liked the the Marvels was not. It was an okay movie. It was a movie. It was an okay movie for me. Forgettable movie though. Um, I felt like there was a lot of I felt like this was totally presented as a Captain Marvel 3 because it feels like there's a two there's a whole movie missing. 
like they cre- they kill the the Cree supercomputer off screen. Yeah, in, in a flashback, and the the whole like thing with the planet, and it it's all there's. It just felt like the entire time there was a movie missing, and you know the 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 woman who plays Kamala Khan stole the show. She was the best part of this movie. She outshined Brie Larson, who's the main should have been her, the main star. Of this her movie. and her whole family. I love yeah, all of them. And, so charming. Like. I feel like this movie, you said, Max, that it didn't connect to Secret Invasion. I feel like it kind of undoes Secret Invasion because you look at the part with the scrolls and the Kree when the Kree are attacking the scroll planet. The whole thing with the Secret Invasion is that this Nick Fury promised to help the scrolls find a place to go. He didn't find them a new world, so they wanted they were trying to take over Earth. They have but in this movie. The scrolls are getting attacked, and then all of a sudden, she's just like, "Oh, let me call Valkyrie, and we're gonna shoot him down to New Asgard." So it, it felt like to me, like the events of Secret Invasion were null and void. Now, problem well, solved. <laughs> they were dumb, and like you didn't even need it. And it was like, man, it Marvel just is all over the map lately, and I don't need every game, every movie to be an end game level movie. Right, but it's For like sure. have at least have some direction, at least know where you're going, at least have some some consistency here and some sort of roadmap. And I, I don't think I do think that the the lawsuit with the dude who played Namor and the lawsuit with Jonathan Majors is really and and the writer strike and the actor strike is really shaking a lot of this up. But it just it just seemed like the movie was so rushed, and I think I don't know. Like I thought, I'm I'm in agreements with Lance. I thought the the dance planet stuff was was dumb and unneeded. That you literally took, you literally took your strongest hero. Like you played her up to be the strongest person in the MCU, right? She she didn't have a lot of screen time in in Infinity War because they had to take her out of the mix. She only come came in at the end of Endgame to save the day. You have definitively took your strongest female representation character. And turned her into a Disney princess. Yeah, you well, turned her into I a think... Disney princess during that that stupid da- song planet or dance planet I, thing. I just don't see why that makes her weaker. I think it's okay. It, it doesn't, but you you kind of took this strong female representation and turned it right back into the Mary Sue, into the the damsel in distress by I, making her a Disney princess. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. I I see that whole um uh segment that you're talking about matt i see it as their attempt to correct one of our biggest uh gripes when it came to captain marvel the original movie the fact that she is so powerful she 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 has zero emotion you don't see her at a moment of of being a real person in the least and to me that scene that scene was their attempt to to right those those wrongs that they committed, but they overcorrected. I feel you like it was de- too too uh, light. Does that make you sense? You want to depower her? You you cut out the stupid after credit scene with Hank, and you have Rogue show up and depower. Yeah, her. that's what I was gonna say. I hope that would have been bad ass. Is there oh a reason why they went Kelsey Grammer and didn't do something like that? No I idea. Don't know. I mean, that would have been like fan service. But yeah. Rogue and Captain Marvel are um linked 
in the comics often, right? Oh, I, I see what you mean. And and what what link does Beast have to Photon? Like it just seemed so. Yeah, I can see they attempted it as a fan service, but now it seems empty, right? Like we all wanted. I thought Kelsey Grammer was great as Beast in the X Men movies. He's one of the bright spots of those movies. He's perfectly cast, but yes, I would want to see him again. But this just seems so throwaway. Here's what I think: you put you want to put them in that movie. That's fine. Here's how I would have ended the the Marvels, Captain Marvel is the one who goes to that that hole. She's the one in a different dimension. She wakes up unsure what to do. You see her like not knowing where she is. She jumps up. She tries to power up. And then from the, she turns around and there's Ian McKellen's Magneto with the Brotherhood of Mutants and Rogue standing. And you don't see Rogue. And she starts to power up. And then from behind her, you see a hand touch her shoulder. And you hear... I think you should Goose sit this bumps, one. Man. I think it's time for you to sit this one out. Show like that. And it cuts like the it. camera and it's rogue right behind her taking her powers. I a like new, that. a new actress <sighs> or uh, that's good. That was good, you could, man. You could do the same rogue actress or a new actress either way, but just like, you'll know the minute you see the hair with the white stripe and she's like, I think you should sit, sit this one out. Suge and just takes her powers and it's done. So, and that would be like, the whole world would go nuts. Even more oh, nuts. Than just I'm going Kelsey nuts right now. I'm going nuts right now. Just you telling it. <laughs> I wonder if there's a reason they couldn't. Because it, that seems like such a simple thing to to do. I'm sure somebody thought of that. Uh, don't be so sure, dude. Don't be so sure. You don't think you Kevin think Feige, I... who himself has said he's a lover of comic books, thought for a moment about doing something with Rogue? I bet. No. I don't know. I think it's because they have other plans for Rogue. I, I wonder if if it's because they want to present this X-Men cast, whoever it may be, in one big grandiose thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's because you're gonna get the OG X-Men group of first. You're gonna you're gonna see that, yeah, OG X-Men group again. So you're gonna get Angel, Iceman, Beast, Cyclops, and um Jean Grey. That's why they're saying Wolverine is not going to be part of of the the MCU moving forward, or not part of the MCU, but part of the X Men when they debut. So it's going to be their attempt of like a first class type thing before before Wolverine gets there. Because I think their full intention, their full intention, if if the rumors are correct, and Deadpool three is going to set all this stuff off, and the whole the whole thing with Deadpool three is him being a task to find different versions of each character uh, to be like the the omega level of that version to fight in battle world for secret invasion i think that's why you know they're going to do avengers movies with probably hugh jackman as wolverine moving forward and you're you're, you're they're going to use wolverine as an avenger and standalone versus putting him with the x-men huh well i, I mean they I, have talked about bringing toby in for yeah. it like i wonder if they're just itching at the chance to get toby hugh jackman and who is the other one? Andrew Garfield, maybe. But it's interesting to me if they're doing that. Would be cool. It's interesting if they're doing to me if they're doing that because of conversations that Tom Holland has recently had, where he said, "I'm not coming back to play Spider-Man unless it means something, unless there's really something in it for me." I think his means something comment is a passing the torch thing. I'm not going to come back just to make another Spider-Man movie. 
I think I think he says I'll come back if if the movie means something as if as in passing the torch to a Miles Morales character. I don't know if that's what he means, but maybe. I would love to see I mean, Miles, by the way. Would love to see Miles. He's made life. he's made comments over and over again about how he wants to bring Miles Morales into the Well, and it's already been confirmed that he's coming. The the live action oh, yeah. Miles is coming, but but that came from we don't uh, know Pascal. We don't know in what um we don't know in what um the Sony aspect, or the MCU. Though. Right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I even want that. They can't get any much. They, they can't get any better than than those Spider Verse movies. There's those no are, way well, they can the game. The game. The game is like they did a really good job with Miles, in my opinion. In the game. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, if they just adapted those, it would be phenomenal. I mean, the I the, the, the the blueprints right there. I mean, it's the first Spider Man game. He's been Spider-Man for a while. He's living in a shitty apartment. You know. He's broken up with MJ, but now MJ. In this iteration, she has no idea who he is. Get some Doc Ock action. Get Doc Ock in the MCU. Well, I mean, we had him, but like his own Doc Ock. I mean, if you're adapting comic books, why can't you adapt the video game? Why can't you use that as well as inspiration to adapt? I mean, you can. I, yeah. So I, I it, eh, this probably take too long. I thought of an idea that I wanted to see if we could do really quick. And luckily, since you have the ability to edit these videos, we're not. In the I same was thinking we can't do that. <laughs> well, I wanted I wanted to just quickly list off movies since Endgame, and I wanted to know does this movie fill you with rage or not? Because I think there's some movies that just thinking about them make us all. Just mad. I don't know if Matt likes this idea. He just went off camera. <laughs> he just went off camera. <laughs> I don't know if the rage. I don't know if I don't. I don't think anything really. There's only one that pissed me off. Disappointment, but yeah, there's only oh, one that enough. just. There's only one that like pissed me off. The rest of them were just kind of like. Thor well, the Love reason I bad Thor Love the, and Thunder. Yeah, was, that's the main one I thought we could all agree on. But yeah. I like Matt was like upset with um, Wakanda Forever. Like that made him upset. Like that, that was kind of what made me think of it. It's like, does eternal, does thinking about Eternals and how they squandered it, if you think that, does that fill you with rage? I think Eternals was, are any of those characters like, I think Eternals, they were trying to do what Guardians of the Galaxy did and take characters no one really knew or cared about and then make people care about them. Yeah, they chose the wrong person to run it. Yeah. That was the case. Yeah, it Maybe. wasn't a very interesting movie at all. They were all so dull and like self-important i'm like i like nobody was fun i liked yeah. um it was a dreary movie i yeah. liked angelina jolie of course she did i forgot she was in it i don't find, <laughs> i don't she's not like i honestly did like, she's, not, it too. <laughs> she's uh she's not that for me she's not it's not like i liked her because she's attractive i thought i thought i liked the fact that she had this element to her where was it that she was forgetting things or remembering things that made her attack her team me- members? Hell if I know, dude. I don't remember. I think it was that she was remem- remembering things. I thought that that was an interesting component. I enjoyed it when it came to her character. I enjoyed the fact that the guy betrayed them at the end. But like, we're talking about forgettable movies. I can't remember any of their names. Yeah. I, I think it's just Icarus is the only one I can remember. 
I can't they remember. Were all, they were all like god names, weren't they? Like like medieval, not medieval, uh uh Greek mythology. Not, I don't think they were Greek. Maybe they're Roman know. gods or something. But... <laughs> I, I thought they were all named after like Greek mythology characters, like like Maybe Inter- they are. Maybe they are. I, I hear Greek mythology and I'm thinking of like Zeus and you know. But I mean Poseidon. that's coming. That's the whole thing with her like Thor kind of the celestial part. I mean, they fit into the celestial aspect and Thor's going that route. I mean, they introduced Russell Crowe as Zeus. They have uh yeah, he sucks dude from Ted Lasso as uh, as Hercules. So I love that actor, but that looked pretty bad. His post credit, <laughs> he did not look good. Thor, Thor, okay. Lance, I think, is one of the people that's giving me a hard time about this, but my brother and Tyler, you know, who's been on the show in the past, they give me a hard time because they say that I'm uh, I'm just easily pleased and I like everything. And they're right. I'm an easygoing person. Usually on a first watch, I'm like, yeah, I liked that. Thor Love and Thunder, I remember watching it and I'm like, do I like this? Because <laughs> like, the, the like it's goat. where did it for me oh but i hated that oh it drove yeah. me crazy i was like do i like this and then there are times where i'm like natalie portman sucks in this and i'm like am i just being sexist i was like like <laughs> like, like i like I'm all like these thoughts whole, questioning your whole identity like kinda I i'm like I was, do i not I thought i was a feminist but this movie is making me rethink i wouldn't call myself a feminist but like uh, anyways like watching that movie i'm like thor what's going on here like this the villain's not good zeusless looks really stupid like it, that's not that's not common for me so when i walked out of that movie and i'm like i don't think i liked that that was a big indicator that things had gone wrong <laughs> for people listening to the show go watch our video that w- when we reviewed thor love and thunder Ish is hysterical how much he railed against that movie. He was pissed. So you want to talk about movies that induce rage? <laughs> that he is the, the primary example of a movie inducing rage. It didn't piss me off. I just was kind of disappointed because I'm like, you guys get Christian Bale to play the God Butcher. And you completely waste it. Like he's one of the best actors of our generation and you wasted it. Yeah. And then you, and then Ta- Taika Watiti himself has said, I like coming in and taking a character that complete, that everybody knows and completely deconstructing them and making them to the point where you don't even recognize. And that was my one beef with Ragnarok. Like Ragnarok is an enjoyable movie. I like that movie, but they took Thor and made him so Thor like you know and then infinity war and endgame just dialed it up to 11 yeah and i loved all that honestly they took a, a very uh, he was like the least interesting avenger I, when we had couch crunchers i wrote an article about this <laughs> I, I did i wrote an article about how thor went, he went from my least favorite to my favorite avenger i loved thor after infinity war and i loved I him think he became too. the i think he came the butt of of every bad joke i think they made him too jokey in endgame yeah i will agree with that like the fat joke thing i've made jokes before i'm like oh it's nice to have some representation as a fat guy (laughs) but like i actually but like i didn't i didn't like it they went too far with it and then love and thunder oh my goodness like 
just it, Taika Waititi was a good director for Thor three, and I get why they had him come back because it was a success, but it was a mistake. It was a mistake. I think it's more so that like people like Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, like I I think that plays a part in it because even the other two Thor movies, like people went and saw them. They weren't they weren't bus, you know, box yeah. office wise. Yeah. Um. So people like Chris Hemsworth, Taika Waititi, the, Ragnarok. He was a he was enough of the Thor that we know to not make it so different. Love and Thunder just completely threw that out the window. Like everything we knew about the character was all of a sudden gone but ragnarok still like like held on to some semblance of the of the character in my opinion yeah um i agree but it, it kind of ticked me off because a lot of it they they borrow from um uh is it planet hulk is that the some of it world war yeah, hulk. like they have world, meek, war, hulk. world yeah. war hulk thank you they have meek in there they had korg is it korg yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm having brain farts all over the place, and that to me is like an awesome story. But they changed Meek to where he was like this slug, and in the in the book he's like this like ant wasp thing. Like he doesn't he have wings. He's like a like almost like a praying mantis kind of like, and he talks like he's not this inanimate object, you know, like know. they did in the movie. Um, and Korg is like. They made him stupid in the movie, but in the book, he's like a strong warrior for his people. Like, he's not dumb at all. Um, mm. So they took elements from World War Hulk and added them to Ragnarok, and then now it feels like we'll never get an awesome like World War Hulk movie the way the book was because they wasted all these elements. Sorry, it sounds like I missed a riveting conversation here. <laughs> I had to excuse myself because I heard some commotion, so I thought my wife might have been going into labor. Turns out she was just continuing the 20-minute conversation I had last night with our toddler about why we can't poop in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hardless must learn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've got a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But um, what do you guys think of the notion? Do you feel looking at Marvel lately? And I want to get off the Marvel train and get into some of the stuff you guys want to talk about because we've been talking about this for a while and we talk about Marvel a lot on this show. But do you feel that Marvel's kind of going the way of DC here where it's becoming more about the dollar versus the yes. the quality of the movie where before they were going and getting no-name actors or actors who have been blacklisted or, you know, chased out of Hollywood like Robert Downey Jr. and Mickey Rourke and giving them another chance and reigniting their career. And, and they're going with those no names and they're giving you the actor and the performance over the almighty dollar. And now to me, and I don't know if you guys agree, it feels like they're, they're chasing the dollar where, you know, we got the announcement that Pedro Pascual is going to be um, Reed Richards. And, you know, is that confirmed? Yes, it's, it's is not. it really? It's not. He, From what I've seen, it's, it's not. It's almost a done deal. He's, yeah. And that's an awful. So character. you got, it, it just seems like. Well, just the fact of the matter, he, he's, it's like, he's like turning into Chris Pratt. Like Chris Pratt doesn't have to do everything. Like the dude's the voice of Garfield he, now. He, he shouldn't be Garfield. His Garfield voice is atrocious. 
His Mario voice was atrocious. It was Chris Pratt yeah. with a bad Brooklyn accent. This is Chris Pratt. Just Chris Pratt. It's the Latino version of Chris Pratt is what Pedro Pascal is. I have not been upset with any Pedro Pascal casting until this one. I, like even Joel, like when I heard it, I was like, that's not amazing, but I think it'll be good. And then he was awesome as better. Joel in The it Last of Us. It, it, Last of Us was awesome, but it could have been better if it wasn't Pedro Pascal. I think they could have got a better Ellie, honestly. I think he was fine as Joel. But I would, I'm, yes, Matt, to answer your question, because I was starting to get us off track there. Yes, I think it's all about the money. I wish they would hire no names that we have no idea who they are for more of these roles. Yeah, that might be because you know before that, who else were they chasing? Adam Driver, another big name. And meanwhile, um, the fans you know. are screaming from the rooftops. Give us John Krasinski. Yeah, they're not doing it. Emily Blunt and John. Only if Emily Blunt was attached to that too. That would have been... already said. Well, absolutely you, not. I mean, you've yeah. had talks of. John Carlos Esposito is being Professor Xavier and Denzel Washington being Magneto. And I feel like there's so many other actors out there that we haven't heard about that could really like take that those roles and, and take them to the next level. Like it just seems like Marvel is starting to, to do the DC and chase that dollar to try and get names that are going to put butts in seats because of the way their movies are going versus going back to the formula that made them such a powerhouse to begin with. And then DC's almost now with James Gunn and like what they're starting to do, they're starting to do what Marvel did in 2008. Well, that's the reason you hired where, mm-hmm. yeah, where they've got, I don't even know who the guy who's playing Superman is. He's not an actor I've ever heard of. Yes. They got yeah. Nicholas Holt to be Lex Luthor. He's a name that's known, but he's he's not, he's not an A-list actor. No, you know? So it's like, it's, it's like DC's starting to, get their groove potentially we haven't seen any of the new movies oh i hope so yeah i I, can i say i wonder though if fantastic four is a bad uh film to use as an example for this because the reason for that is because we've had fantastic four adapted technically three times in as a movie but two times in recent memory and neither of them did that great, right? The last one specifically it went down as one of the worst comic film adaptions ever. And the only recognizable, I mean, Miles Teller, like we know who he is and he did things, but he was Michael wasn't, B. Jordan. He wasn't, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Michael B. Jordan's the only one in that movie that you're like, people knew who he was. But even Miles Teller, like some people knew, he, but he wasn't this marquee name. Right. You know what I mean? So they went with unknowns and it bombed hard. Now, I think that it's an overcorrection, right? Because the reason that movie bombed is not because of the people they, I liked Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. I was perfectly, I don't care if they made him black or whatever. I know that that bothered some people, but it wasn't the people they cast, in my opinion. It was. Sue Storm was a bad cast. The story, but it could have been fine. It could have been fine if the script was good. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't. Kate Mara wouldn't have. And I like Kate Mara. She just wasn't a good cast for that. She didn't bother me. Like it, it wasn't because of anybody that was cast in that movie. It's because of what they did to Doctor Doom. They made him like 
I don't even remember. Was his skin like translucent? Oh I, I saw it one time in theaters. That's it. And I remember just thinking, and it was like they just they brought him in and he was gone within like ten minutes. It was yeah. That was another big issue that I had. I don't think it was anybody. They made the thing look awful. I mean, yeah, it it, like if you would have taken the way the characters look from the from the first two movies with Jessica Alba and then cast those actors and like actually kept the source material as far as the way they look, I think it probably could have done better. But the story was just kind of dumb. It wasn't the casting issue. But I wonder if that's the effect. They're like, we don't want this movie to fail. So we need to attach somebody that everybody knows who he is. And this person will be our draw. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to fail because they took a chance with Robert Downey Jr. And it was a a home run. There's like you could get Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead would be a great Reed Richards. By them doing Pedro Pasquale, someone that they've worked with in the past and has done the man with the Mandalorian and all this other stuff. It, he feels like a safe play because they're like, Oh, well, I agree. he's got a big name and he's got things attached to him. So we're, we're going to do this and, and chase that dollar to get butts and seats. Cause people love Pedro and the Mandalorian. They'll come see him in fantastic four instead of going with, you know, a young up, even like a Timothy Charlemagne or, you know, in that movie or anyone else like it just feels like even mahershal ali coming off of his his oscar win for moonlight it felt like they were like oh well he's gonna be blade and even that far back they were just falling apart he didn't win for moonlight i thought it was green book no i thought he won for moonlight no moonlight won best picture oh whatever shala ali won for green okay for but still fresh off his oscar win yeah that's true they're they're like oh well he's gonna be our blade and they're just trying to get these names that are gonna put you butts and seats and they're getting away from the marvel formula of straight up no-name actors good scripts and now they're going for and now it's been big name actors mediocre scripts i think marshall ali is less than um, mediocre i think i think you have to add a uh sub note to that right i don't think they had many plans to 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 adapt blade marshall ali for two years prior to that was saying i want to play blade i want to play blade he went to kevin feige and said i want to play blade he pushed that and i think he's a great cast for that like that would yeah, be cool it comes yeah, down though i think he's too small too compared to wesley snipes Wesley Snipes was a powerhouse. Marshall Ali is like a very slender guy. Like, but I thought uh, he was he, great. And the uh, um, could put on some bulk. Maybe yeah, you think you no, but they didn't it. make Letitia Wright do that. So who knows? But uh, I thought he was great as um, was it Cottonmouth that he played? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Luke Cage. Cage. yeah. When he's in there, that's the best part of that whole show. And then they kill him halfway through, and you're like, oh, now this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it really dropped off after they kill him. But um, he he was pushing to be Blade. I think there's certain characters that push and push and push and push. You know, Ryan Reynolds, like, they had no... I mean, they had him te- do the test footage. They dangled a carrot in front of him with Wolverine Origins and so does mouth shut and all this shit 
and then that thing just sat on a shelf until he 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 leaked that clip i think everyone pretty much is in the general consensus that he's the one that leaked it yeah i think so yeah he pushed it he pushed it he wanted to be that character how do you go through how how does he leak that clip and then they're saying hey uh remember that deadpool clip that you like so much like uh well now jay castro is going to be deadpool (laughs) well especially (laughs) in the way that like he's doing it now with deadpool 3 where he's like oh listen all these leaks are coming out and you got to save something for the magic of the movies but then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to start leaking stuff. And he's putting out all these fake leaks. I don't know if yeah, you see where it's like predator in it. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, it's him, yeah. Liam Hemsworth. And um, it's him, Liam Hemsworth and uh, Hugh Jackman standing in front of predator. And then there's one where like Mickey Mouse in the background clapping and he's walking yeah. with a giant bag of money. Yeah. <laughs> was that Liam Hemsworth? I thought that was a stunt double. No, it looks like it's Liam Hemsworth. Because that's, that's so not funny. photoshopped. The one I'm what? thinking of that I that I saw, like it might be stunt double. It, it looks like like I'll show you the one I'm looking at right now. It looks like Liam Hemsworth. I think it's a stunt double because it it that's not photoshopped. The the second Wolverine that's standing there, like, well, I don't want to turn off notifications. Get out of here. Yeah, that that's not like, that looks like Liam Hemsworth. It slightly resembles him. It might be his stunt double, but it looks like Liam Hemsworth. But your stunt double is a foot taller, almost two feet taller than your actor. In what universe (sighs) is that two feet, bro? Dude. (laughs) He might be four inches taller. (laughs) Four inches is all you need. Stand in front of Predator. That's right. You're here, man. I've I've known better men that have done less with four inches than... Oh man, I'm looking at like two feet predator, maybe two feet. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's that's not photoshopped. I can tell that that was in the picture. So if it's Liam Hemsworth, and there's the one giant where uh, they're on set and Hugh Jackman's walking across the 20th Century Fox logo and Urkel's sitting there dancing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Wasn't there one where he's like holding a bag of money and like, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse is in it? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's so crazy how much Ryan Reynolds just gets that character of Deadpool. Yeah. He gets it like, yeah. more than any anybody else would. It's well, fantastic. I think it, becomes, I think it comes natural to him. Like, cause I think Probably. that's how he is. Maybe not as crude and gr- like not crude. That might not be the right word, but maybe not as over the top as Deadpool is. But when you watch Welcome to Wrexham and and you see him like his mint mobile commercials and you see him out like what he does with his wife, like posting on Twitter, like he uh, Blake lively and Taylor Swift posted a picture. And then Ryan Reynolds took that same picture and put his face and somebody else. I don't remember who it was and said, happy birthday to my lovely wife or something like that. Like they're constantly messing with each other. So I feel like at, at his core, he is kind of the Deadpool we see on screen. It just looks or natural. Like it's a birthday message to her, and she's like crudely photoshopped out of the photo, or like it's only like <laughs> half her face or something. You see, yeah, and and she does it yeah. back. Like that's just yeah. the kind of. But I I feel like when you get these people, like I feel like Robert Downey Jr., like Tony Stark is 
is way over the top and pompous and stuff. But you watch interviews of Robert Downey Jr. and like, oh, there's a little bit of Tony Stark in him, like in his personality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The, yeah. What we saw on screen. There's a little bit. It feels like Hugh Jackman. There's a, there seems to be a little bit like the way he's portraying Wolverine a little bit in him. You look at Brie Larson and where the fuck is Captain? I don't see any of it. Well, I don't. Captain Marvel doesn't have much of a personality in comics anyway. She really she, does. I mean, she does. She's got more of a personality in the books than they're portraying on uh, the screen. That's for sure. But. Yeah, little, not a whole lot. Because I mean, Wolverine definitely has a persona. Deadpool definitely. Even Iron Man. I feel like pre. Iron Man movie. He wasn't funny like like Robert Downey. No, no, they were like charming. Like that's something he put into it. I feel like he was charming. Like I was reading. Uh, I have the essential Iron Man book that has like all of his first comics, and I was reading them with William. And I feel like there was a charm there. The little bit of the womanizer. Yeah, aspect. that's there was that for sure. Well, you can't be a womanizer unless you're charming. Well, I mean, like. Like cutesy and funny, and you know, so like, they, yeah, the humor like the, thing. It was more sarcastic humor, like uh, uh, like pompous humor. Is that mm -hmm. the right way to say it? Yeah, it wasn't as like um, sarcastic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think Robert Downey Jr. injected way more of a likability into that character, but. I mean, Chris Hemsworth played Captain America pretty full on, you know. Chris, uh, Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. But then you watch yeah. interviews with Chris Evans. You're like, oh, he's not that different than what we saw on screen. Like, they did a good job of kind of incorporating some of these people's real personalities into the character. And I think they became easier to play, which I think is necessary if you're asking somebody to play of a character for 20 years yeah you know? yeah either somebody like was really good at casting or they i don't know got lucky in a lot of aspects i don't know i think i think they can fix everything i hope bob Iger's comment of hey we focused way more on um on agendas and and things like that and we need to get back into telling stories first and being storytellers first i have no problem with putting i mean they've been doing that since the dawn of time right yeah the, but bob Iger also said that the reason that the marvels is failing is because there wasn't enough suits on the set yeah calling the shots that was that was not I don't know about that yeah <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, Kevin Feige was heavily involved in all the other shootings. Maybe he's one of those people that wasn't on the set. Yeah, maybe. It does feel like there was no direction mm. in that movie. Yeah. I mean, if they filmed, if they filmed the the movies that we all love, and there was suits on the set, and then this movie feels like there's no direction and there was no suits on the set, I could see how you could connect those dots. You know, maybe some overhead. Not well, micromanage, but I don't know. Let's steer away from the MCU and Marvel for a minute. And I want to talk a little bit about with the release of Monarchs on Apple TV, um, Godzilla minus one in the Kong X Godzilla trailer. We got it kind of feels like the end of 2023 and 2024 is shaping up to to make the year of the Kaiju movie, the return, the strong return of the Kaiju movie. 
how you guys feel about that? Are you guys excited about more Kong and Godzilla stuff? What is Godzilla um, minus one? Oh, you haven't heard about it? Yeah, it's like oh. the new Godzilla movie that's in the theaters right now that's killing it. It's breaking all kinds yeah, of it was relatively low budget Japanese film, so it's all it's all like subtitled. I almost went and saw it last night, but I ended up seeing Napoleon instead. I wish I would have gone to see Godzilla, honestly. Napoleon kind of wasn't that great. But um <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. I'm not into the kaiju stuff. Like it's not I like it fine, but I'm not like in love with it. I decided to watch the Monarch Monsters. I forget what the show's called. But I'm three episodes in. It's really good. And now I'm like, ooh, now I really need to go see Godzilla Minus One. It barely has any monsters nice. in it. It's about the people. And they it don't need a, you. It has yeah. enough monsters to be interesting. Oh, that's But it's good. not the same. It's not the same as Godzilla versus Kong, right? Yeah. The marquee of that movie is Godzilla versus Kong. And yet you're showing uh 11 from stranger things most of the time i think it was out who was in it yeah, you know what i mean sad. you call it godzilla it's like saying hey check out this fight between conor mcgregor and and um and floyd mayweather and then you just show trump sitting in his seat <laughs> that's godzilla versus kong <laughs> so which one's kong would it be trump no, I don't no, know. No. I try to make a bad joke. Never mind. Oh, anyway, okay. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for kaiju stuff for sure. I never, I don't think I've ever heard that term. Like, is that just Japanese monster movies? Is that what kaiju is? This definitely isn't your genre if you've never heard that term. Yeah. Because, like, it's a really common not. term and it's not my genre. Yeah, kaiju. It's just like the big monsters. That's what Giant, I Is Power Rangers monster. a kaiju thing? No. You, they could be called that, but they're no. Super Sentai. So Power Rangers is not kaiju like when they're big, that's mm -hmm. not considered kaiju. Super Sentai. So what? Uh, I guess I maybe I need to look it up. I've never heard this term. You've never heard, heard of the term kaiju? Huh? You've probably heard it because I think it's in the movies. But fair enough if it hasn't like resonated with you. Now you know uh, how I felt when Max was talking about all this game DLC. Stuff. <laughs> What's know. DLC? What yeah. does that stand for, Max? <laughs> What's the download? I'm excited. Man? I haven't even seen the the trailer though for the Godzilla Kong team up. I you're I, probably better off for it. Really, oh, does it look dumb? Yeah, I'm not a fan, dude. They give they give um they give Kong an Infinity Gauntlet. What? what? Yep, Kong's got an Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, Godzilla has gone through some sort of power up where now his uh his blast is like. His, his, it's like neon pink, huh? Or neon I like, red. Yeah, it's, I like the blue. Yeah, yeah. Next, weird. they're gonna be talking and freaking having like a best friend. Yeah, it's like not uh, playing chess. I know a lot of people are stoked about it because I mean we've got that, and then DC is currently doing Kong versus Godzilla versus the Justice League. Um, so it's like an animated. Is that an animated? No, no it's, it's a comic it's book. Comics. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then you that by the, DC or IDW? DC. DC. And then you're getting the Godzilla minus one, and you're getting again another Kong versus Godzilla movie. I figured that after the you know less than stellar performance of Godzilla versus Kong, they wouldn't do that. They'd move away from that. But I think it I was funny. I think it made money. It just wasn't a critical darling. Oh, yeah, that one, that one released day and date on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it made enough money to warrant a sequel. It just wasn't 
critically accepted, if I remember correctly. Well, it clearly made enough because they're doing another movie. Like, yeah. Uh, but I just I'm, don't get it. like Monarch. It, Monarch just seems like a really good character piece, and then you come like Kong. The Kong movie like doesn't feel like it fits at all. And isn't there an animated show that's like out too that's in that universe? I think there's one on Netflix. Yeah, I, I had a question about that. So Monarch is on Apple TV. The animated movie is on Netflix. And then the movie movies, aren't those on Max? Yeah. I'm yeah. starting to think Godzilla might be a uh, public domain property, though, because there's a lot of studios doing that would make sense. Godzilla stuff. But Monarch itself is like, it shows clips from the movie. Like, it's attached to the movies to the movie. which which movies the aaron taylor johnson one and then the yeah. all the of them. 11 one and and uh skull island the kong movie oh. that's right it is so it's all attached and it, isn't kurt russell in one of the movies no i don't no. think so i think he's just the show that's how forget there's the the they're retconning things a bit with the show but in a fun way john goodman's aaron, in this show in the beginning aaron taylor, aaron taylor johnson was in one of the movies um yeah. Brian Cranston was in one of the movies. And then yeah. the show is a sequel to that Godzilla movie, the one from 2014. Yeah. No, but it's also Skull Island. The Yeah, but it, it just the show, like the set piece of the show is that the attack on San Francisco from that movie just happened like six months earlier or whatever. But yeah, so Skull Island takes place in the same universe. I'm just saying Godzilla v. Kong, that hasn't happened yet in this world. It's just the fallout of the first big public monster attack and then what led it, up to that it does feel like you could take the first godzilla skull island and this and watch those separately and not yeah. have to watch anything else yeah for sure hmm. i'm not into the monster stuff this show is great i'm loving it it's super good i haven't been watching like any tv lately all i when i have free time i've been playing games that's it this is making me be like, well, I know that new Avatar game came out, but I want to watch. I want to watch this show. Like, it's really good. Hmm. Apple Apple TV, I feel like, puts a lot of effort into their shows. Yes, it, the monsters look like movie, pretty good movie budget. And I'm I was watching this on my iPad. I had a work trip the last couple of days. I, I watched it on an iPad, so I can only imagine how much better it's going to look on my 65 inch TV. Like, yeah, it's a good looking show. But they put a lot of effort into making their stuff good. There's a I show agree. I'm watching on there called Slow Horses. It's three seasons. I binged the first two seasons. It's great. But they and Ted Lasso from is that. that the Gary, is that the Gary Oldman one? Mm -hmm, I like it a lot. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my my watch list. But um, they put a lot of effort. They don't have a big library either. I think the last article I read said they had like 70, 70 like films and shows on their network compared to netflix that has hundreds of original things on theirs apple prefer, tv like puts a lot of effort and i prefer shit. the apple stuff because it's like there's less and it's all quality give me quality not quantity and they only charge you five bucks a month i think it's like eight but it's, it's going up now I think yeah it's, nine. it's still not netflix no yeah and netflix right. is kind of starting to go more like reality tv with all their like love is blind stuff and now they have the the squid games reality tv show which was really good we've been talking oh, about canceling it i've been what? talking about it too 
Yeah. I mean, it's $22 a month, I think, is what we pay. Yeah. I watched the Matt Reif comedy special, but other than that, I can't remember the last time I used Netflix. I like Matt Reif. I watched that comedy spe- special. I was bored. Oh, I was too. It took me three sittings. <laughs> so you don't even bother finishing. So, I think yeah. his clips are funny, but his his yeah. special was not. Well, his whole thing was he's been labeled as a comedian for women. And that's what made him successful. And then he comes out with a special and he's like, hey, I'm a guy's guy too. And completely abandoned what made him good. Well, you well that's, like, that's the narrative. But my understanding is his comedy's always been like that. It's just not what he posted. I've seen yeah, full things on YouTube. Over him. I've seen full, full segments of his shows on YouTube. And they were nothing like that special. Not so really. he may say, and he used to be on Wild and Out. So I've I've known about him for years. Um, he was on Wild and Out and got blasted because he uh, he made some comment to Zendaya. So I've I've known about him for at least. Do you seven, know who this years. is, Jay? He's a he's on the Ticker no. Talk. Oh, okay. I yeah, no wonder. I don't know. He's a good looking <laughs> comedian. He is really funny. It's just special, like kind of false. I don't know about that Ticker Talk. Ticker Talk. <laughs> I don't know. He's Can't obviously right other buttons. things. He got he got famous on TikTok. Mm-hmm. As we kind of wind down the show, I want to know what movies are you guys looking forward to the remainder of the year? Because we're coming to the end of 2023. What what's coming to theaters that really uh, you're excited about? That's a that's a. I don't even know what's coming, dude. Nothing. Yeah, I'm trying. Nothing to for think. the rest of this year. Really, but Dune two for next year. That you have I'm very no no zero and oh, aquaman i'm gonna i'm gonna go see aquaman but i'm not really i'm not stoked for it yeah i'll see it for sure but not no so if you need an that. answer of what i'm gonna see yeah i'll see aquaman wonka, <laughs> wonka looks awful hey farrah fawcett's husband died oh ryan o'neill mm-hmm. oh that's weird i thought he was already dead. i'm i'm looking forward to to wonka i really want to see that i'm kind of bummed because we're getting ready Wonka's to have our... probably it i i hear it's good we're getting ready to have our second kid on Wednesday. Um, so as this episode is going up, we'll be uh, at the hospital getting ready to induce labor the next day. Nice. Um, but uh, I'm so I'm sad with that because I won't be able to see Wonka. And I really want to see the A24 movie that's coming out, Iron Claw, about yes. the uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a heartbreaker. Um, because if anybody who's a wrestling fan that knows about the Von Erich family, it's a massive tragedy. But I'm super excited to see that movie, to see uh, the take on it. Lance, I got to ask you, did you watch Good Burger 2? I did. <laughs> I watched it the day it came out. <laughs> what did you think? It was fucking stupid, and it and it checked every box for me. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted the dumbest like most brain dead movie possible because that's what the first one is right just dumb and brain dead and it checked every single box for me i watched it by myself i didn't even watch it with my kids i watched it by myself and i was loving every second i'm sorry i have to give a revised answer it's not coming to theaters and i know this is very on brand for me rebel moon very excited for rebel moon oh yeah for sure me too Give me a good Zack Snyder movie. I'm in. I simp for that man. Yes, we know. <laughs> they made a new, they're making a new Mean Girls movie? Uh, yeah. A musical. Yeah. It's based off the Broadway musical. It's kind yep. of weird, yeah. but whatever. 
Uh, Wonka looks good. And I feel like, oh, there's a Mark Wahlberg movie coming out that I thought looked kind of funny. It, I think that's um, Apple TV, I think. Yeah, the it's, it's it reminds me of like, it's the same thing like as like uh, all the big action stars have done this, this, this genre movie, like Vin Diesel and the Pacifier, Jackie Chan um did one um yeah kind of where like the dad is like this super spy espionage type who becomes a family man or is protecting a family type deal yeah it looks kind of funny it it looks very much on brand with the majority of the movies that he's come out with as of late the one with kevin hart and and they're funny we watched uh uh Anna and I watched that new one with um Ed Helms and um oh like Freaky Friday yeah Part and there's two. a joke in there there's a joke in there that I Anna got up to get like popcorn or something and this joke comes on and I had to rewind it she goes oh our situation's totally unique I mean nobody wakes up one morning and is big and it's like oh it's so freaky and and then like they make these passing in one joke each of them make these passing references to every movie that that has done exactly what and i left it it got me it's dumb it's cute you watch it with your kids but uh yeah 2023 i mean it's kind of been a letdown and is that you think that's due to the actor strike absolutely because they pushed everything that was supposed to come we were supposed to have ghostbusters um this year oh yeah all these other movies that got pushed to next year and out because of the right of the actor strike. So when is Ghostbusters coming out now? I don't know. It It doesn't have an official release date. I think it's just, uh, I think it's like spring or something. Yeah. That's like February, March. Yeah. March, April. I thought it had an official release date. I mean, that could be wrong, but March 29th, 2024. Okay, cool. That one I'm stoked for. Yeah, yeah I think it looks really good. I think it I've looks really it. good. We went and saw um I don't even remember what we saw, but oh, we went and saw the Marvels. I took the boys to see the Marvels. See, that's how forgettable that movie is. Um, and the Ghostbusters trailer came up, and my son, who's basically a mini me, just stood up and started clapping. He was he is William <laughs> is so fucking excited. The kid I showed him back to the future at the beginning of the year like all three movies he watched them all in one day and has since seen them at least that i can that i can think of like 12 times each that <laughs> is that obsessed. is promising green rant says ghost uh ghostbusters frozen empire is so good it gave dan Aykroyd faith in carrying on the franchise wow that's high remarks right there but Dan Aykroyd also said that the answer your call with all the women was phenomenal and the blah 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 so you asked Dan Aykroyd about Ghostbusters, and he's always going to give it glowing praise. Was I want to know. Think. I want to know what Bill yeah, Murray thinks. Yeah, right. He liked he liked the script enough to come back. Yeah, yeah, because oh, because uh, what I remember from the from the last one, the uh, Afterlife, he said that's that's it. He's done. Like he's not coming back. And he's in the trailer for this new one. So. Yeah. yeah, but he also said he was done after the all female thing, and then he came back to afterlife. So I, maybe he's just a liar. I don't know. He knows how to negotiate for more money. I just think it's more like 
Bill Murray's bored. And if he gets a, a good movie when he's bored, he's like, all right, cool. Well, what's funny is, is if you, um, Dan Aykroyd, um, did an interview, it might've been with like Conan or something like that. And he's talking about like, even with the first ghostbusters go Bill Murray said he was going to do it. Nobody knew he like, if he was going to show up and he, he like ghosted everybody through this whole thing. And then five minutes before they start rolling cameras, he just walks on set. Yeah. Cause yeah, from what I've heard, Bill Murray is kind of like one of those guys. He doesn't have an agent or anything right. like that. Like it, you got to call him if you want him to do parts and you leave him and he never like checks his answering machine or anything like that. So you never like, know if he's coming. Yeah. You, you got to just catch him at the right time right. to get him to do movies. So that's cool though. You can be busy. Bill Murray's like a legend. Like I know, I know that dude has got like, he's got some controversy following him lately. Everyone does. But the Bill Murray stories, like, I feel like it's as big of a thing as like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. You know what I'm talking about? Like that game that like, it's just like urban thing. Right. Yeah. And Bill Murray is just kind of that. He shows up random weddings. He, he'll just, it's, I don't know. He's just like a mythical creature. Well, while we're getting ready to wind down the show here, I want to turn it over to our guests and see if there's anything else that Max or Jay really want to talk about or touch on and, and hand the floor over to you guys. Um, not really. Just been, um, just reading comics. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, the stuff I do watch is just old crap. Like I'm barely getting into the boys <laughs> oh, man. and I'm barely getting into like a uh, reacher. I was like, Oh, Dude, uh, people I have told me that this that show's show. good. Yeah. I rewatched it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I'm like, oh, these, these yeah. are pretty good. Especially the writers. I think the writers strike I me. Mean, there's just not a lot on. So I decided like, oh yeah, people say that this show was good. And I totally freaking disregarded it. I haven't even seen any episodes of Invincible either. Oh, I mean, is that, that, on, is that on a break, Matt? Yeah, so they did four episodes and then now it's on a break until next year. Oh my god. Good. Maybe I've been going up. to Prime every day. I was like, what day does this fucking show come out? It comes out on Fridays. Yeah, well, I thought maybe so, it was on a break. I'm a catching up. Nice. That's awesome, Jay. Yeah, look at this guy making his way. <laughs> As Ooh. for me, there's nothing else we need to talk about. I will say I am beyond excited for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming out in February. But uh, yeah, this year's winding down. It's been nice. It's been a good, great, great year for gaming. And uh, less so for, for movies. Pretty good TV, though. But uh, yeah. All right, strap in as I'm asking this because I'm pr- I'm already regretting it. Lance, anything that we missed on that you want to touch on? No, except uh, I've got I pre-ordered a bunch of records from my from high school days that I'm pretty stoked about. The Taking Back Sunday, two different records are coming. I got Motion City soundtrack today for seven dollars at Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters, yeah, they have fucking. Re- so so we were at Chandler Mall. Oh, I regret it. No, 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 no. I'm regretting. We were at Chandler Mall. <laughs> we walked by and I said, oh, because Anna wanted something for Christmas. I remember in Outfitters on their website, they have all these great punk bands, these vinyls. I walk in there and it's all hip hop and pop. And I'm like, what a fucking letdown, man. And then just way back, I found one Motion City soundtrack record 
that said $25. I brought it up and it was $7 and 50 cents. They got it by accident. <laughs> yeah. Closing it out. But it was all Harry Styles, One Direction, Taylor Swift. And I said, what happened to the freaking like they had rancid on their website and like all these awesome old school punk records. And I walk in there was Lana Del Rey and Mac they're gonna Miller. Stock, they're going to stock what they think they can sell. Mm-hmm. You know? They have the Freaky Friday soundtrack. Hmm. Like just weird random shit. Well, you were at Urban Outfitters. I've never been to that store in my life. I thought it was like a novel, like Spencer's, but with like records based on their website. And I walk in, it's it reminded me of like um, Tilly's kind of. Oh, really? No, I had no idea what Urban Outfitters was. <laughs> Where is there one around here? We were at Chandler Mall. Oh, that's, uh, the yes, uppity, uh, that's the upscale mall. Chandler Fashion Square Mall. Yeah, my kids wanted to go to Shields. That new, uh, uh, it's like Dick's Sporting yeah, Goods. Like Bass Pro oh, Shop vibes. That's cool. Bass oh. Pro Shop. It has a huge Ferris wheel inside. Like, it's a cool store. I have no place. I have no reason to go there. It's actually cool. They sell they they have like a toy thing my like Legos. I have toys? no reason to leave my house. Yeah, it's it's no, it's not like... just go there. <laughs> what the hell am I going to do? Bass Pro Shop. They had it's it's like Bass Walmart and, and Bass shop. Pro like me. Like I am either. They have a huge toy department. They have a Ferris wheel inside. They have. Um, they sell grills in there. Buy a life jacket grills, for no other like reason than just equipment. say you have a life jacket. <laughs> just wear it in my car bunch yeah. of yeah. bunch of legos that i have that i thought that were discontinued like a bunch of star wars legos that not hmm. even the lego store had and they were in there so it's a cool store monet have toys like, you there. take monet down there not enough of a reason my kids were all like wide-eyed no crazy well if they have toys i'm there <laughs> otherwise they can suck it huge toy section Really? You hear it here first, folks. If you have toys, Jay's there. Otherwise, suck it. That's a good good note. That's that's how Lance gets Jay to come out, come hang out with him. He's like, "Well, let's hang out." And Jay's like, "Suck it." And Lance is like, "I've got toys." And Jay's like, "All right, I'm there." (laughs) (laughs) What kind of toys are we talking here? My joke was going to be completely different. Jay wants to play with toys with your kids. So, (laughs) whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on now. Uh, What? I'm out. I got toys, boys and girls. <laughs> Chris Hansen, you can find him at Ew, Lance bro. Pepperoni and at address one three. He's the one wanting to play with toys. <laughs> you're the one that thought about it in a weird way, but yeah, you're verbalizing it. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank uh Max and Jay for joining us tonight and uh Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and checking out this brand new episode of the Absolute Cop Podcast. Who knows when we'll do another one? One day, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> well, next got a baby week. coming. So maybe three weeks, maybe four months. Who knows? Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, oh, we'll be back next week because we're just a bunch of liars. So happy New yeah. Year, happy New Year, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, uh, happy Easter. <laughs> you know, just just throw it all in there just to cover our base. Happy but, New Year, 2026. Yes. Uh, I do have a new baby on the way, as I stated before, so that's going to kind of maybe throw a hiccup in some things, but... Do you have a I name? Wanna get, I want to get... We don't going. have a name. We don't, don't have, have a name. name. What well, we have several names, but my wife is one of those people, and I am too, who we both believe in 
the the strength and power behind a name and we want to make sure that we see the baby before we we name yeah her. dude that makes a lot so, of sense yeah. yeah i get that it's like my wife wanted luca which i think is a beautiful name but when, when when Logan came out, I was like, "She's not a Luca." Not a Luca. Like, Logan. <laughs> Logan hit me right away, and I was like, "It's definitely Logan." So I can't imagine you calling her Luca. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's because she's a Logan. It just fits her. So cool. Yeah. Believe in strong names. So we'll see. We almost, we almost named our kiddo Edward, but uh, that does not fit. Or Charles. Yeah. That was another name on the list. Like, no, it's because he didn't sparkle. He didn't sparkle and he wasn't in charge. So Edward, or <laughs> Edward's better than Charles. I would have called your kid Chuck. I promise you. Chucky. Your kid would have been Chucky. <laughs> Absolutely. My wife actually said that. Yeah. Well, no, she said, she said the other day, she goes, you know, when I look at, at um, Max's son, when he posts pictures, all I see is junior from child's from uh Problem uh, child, problem child. Yeah, like especially when you've got him in like the little bow tie when you go to church <laughs> and stuff, he looks like Junior, Junior, yeah. Junior from Problem Child with the uh, with the uh, John, yeah. was that with John Ritter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's got the little, he's got like the little bowl cut a little bit. Like it's, it's, I did not the even realize hair. that until you said it. That's a good call, Max. He, Max is well, frantically looking it up. I right am now. looking <laughs> it up. I have no idea what this is. You've never seen okay. the Problem Child problem movies. Child? No, I never heard of it. Oh, okay. Two of them. I, it was big. I can see it. My kid's a cute kid. This is a cute kid. I got you. He's not in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it's the way you act. He's a bit yeah. of an asshole. <laughs> My kid is not. My no, your kid, kid is kid. not. But he's in this movie, I think he puts like firecrackers in his dad's shoes or something. Oh, so he <laughs> is the problem child. It's okay. the whole point of the movie. He's okay. like an the world's worst kid <laughs> okay all right like dennis yeah. the menace my, my dennis son menace does have like that haircut a... though for sure i have tried to talk my wife into <laughs> taking him in to get a proper haircut she's like no he's got the little boy haircut we're gonna keep it as long as we can and i'm i've lost that fight so but he I looks cute or whatever yeah but Your women you just gotta take him in they, they'll I'm never not let gonna you do that. the hair they'll I'm never not gonna let you do it, it. Yeah, that's not. A I finally I just took my kids in to cut their hair. Anna kept saying no, and I came back, and she was in love with it. Yeah, that's not a fight worth having. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you pick yeah. your battles, and that ain't one you're gonna win. So, but sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Lance doesn't pick his battles. He's just like, I'm gonna win all of them. It's like guns I out can, all the time. She didn't. She didn't <laughs> want to cut Livy's hair because Livy had the curls in the back, and it was just getting unruly. I took her to cut her hair, brought her home, and my wife was absolutely in love with it. They're just scared to take a plunge. Yeah. So. Scared to take a plunge. (laughs) All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, I hope you all have a great week, and maybe we'll see you next week. Um, I don't know. Your wife's having a baby Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, I know. This is, you know, this this isn't my first rodeo. All right. Last time it was. This time it's not my first rodeo. An old hat. You have no idea how hard it is going from one to two. Oh, I'm, I'm every time somebody asks me, "Are you excited? Are you ready?" I say, "Nope, I'm not." One to two, yeah, nightmare. Dreading, two to I'm three is a nightmare. Three, four, five, all that's the same. No, say like, I don't know. Like, it, I'm just I'm dreading having a, a two year old and a, a newborn. So it's it's going to be interesting. There's a comedian before we go. There's a comedian that says, uh, 
he's like, yeah, I've got two kids. And a lot of people ask me what it's like having two kids. And he said, well, imagine you're drowning in the ocean. And instead of a life preserver, someone throws you a baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's a second kid. <laughs> I tell my wife that every day. I'm like, oh, well, I guess whenever my daughter wakes up, I'm like, oh, so I guess I go get the old uh, emotional abuser out of her crib. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. Like those memes where it's like, I'm on my way to confront my emotional abuser. And they're like screaming. They're like talking to their child and the child's yelling back at him. <laughs> like that's that's what it is like she has started she started throwing fits where she has a fit about everything or she's two screamed. now almost she'll be two in january yeah well my five-year-old we went to chandler mall and and uh, i had to run out of there because she just started screaming i want ice cream i want ice cream unruly so she was screaming uh the other day my sister was here and she was and i was working and all i hear is i want chips want chips just screaming (laughs) through the house and yeah she's she's crazy but never happened with my boys my girls crumbles max is like my son's a little angel he has his moments (laughs) (laughs) all right well, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Max and Jay, so much for uh, hanging out with us and chatting tonight. Of course. And uh, we will see you guys again very, very soon. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink on, some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time <laughs> on the Absolute Geek.